then why the fuck were we paying $1,700 a month for this place and that house was empty? I go, we could have been saving that if you knew you were going broke. Like, why would you wait until literally my last month of my lease? And I was like, oh, I can't pay your rent this month. And I'm like, fuck. But I just met Steve and Steve gave me the money. So at least I was able to get out without an eviction. I mean, thank God for Steve. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, and that's another thing. Like, he would never tell me like ahead of time. It'd be like, oh, it's the first of the month. I ain't got no money. And I'm like, why the fuck didn't you say something last month or two months before or the other? Like, he he goes, well, I would have told you, but you wouldn't have saved a dime anyway. So, yeah, it seems like he didn't have as much faith and trust in you as he should have. Maybe or respect. <laughs> or that. I mean, I thought that you was know? a given. But, you know, maybe you could have organized some things or this, this, it wouldn't have gone downhill so badly. Exactly. And I, and I go, and if you know that things are going bad, like, why would you? I guess that was like kind of his, like, machismo hang up because he didn't want to admit that he wasn't the man. You know what I mean? Like, dude, me, this is the person I was describing to Derek earlier before yeah, you he, came. He owns Twitter. With, yeah. Who? I was describing a gentleman earlier. He owns Twitter. Um, yes. Similar. He makes a series of escalatingly poor decisions. I think that's the name of a comedy What's show. And then continues to double down that. because he can't admit that he's wrong or that he made a mistake. I don't know that guy. I don't, I don't know. What, I don't know. I haven't you were married to Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or who, just like a little it? more. Well, Elon isn't Mexican. He's, he's African. I made African. a tweet. I was like, white people have been chomping at the bit to send an African-American back to the motherland. Yeah, Why right. Why can't it be him? Why can't it be him? Okay. He's that immigrant, that crying immigrant that comes over here to suck up our resources and crime that we've heard about. All right, Ty. All right, let's 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 read some stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do podcast time. It's All seven. Right. It's eleven forty here. I'm sorry. Oh shit! Oh, shit. It is. Oh, that's right. I'm not that sleepy. But oh great. Wait, whoa, hold on. Number seven, Derek. Biden's cars explode. What? Yeah, that's some shit. <laughs> I read that briefly, and like the the headline was so calm. And what the. Hey, this is D-Night. This is Carol. This is Ty. And you're listening to the Board the Interaction Podcast. All right, Carol, let's 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 move on to some other things. Uh, we've had our fun with the with the seditious conspiracy for today. I'm sure that that will be coming back up in the future. It won't be going away. Yeah, on on to other things. No more. Okay. Pence asked to testify by the Department of Justice. The U.S. Department of Justice has asked former Vice President Michael Pence, to testify in the criminal investigation into Donald Trump's effort to overturn the 2020 election results, according to a person familiar with the matter. That would be Mike Pence's lawyer, just in case that's not spelled out for you. <laughs> the request, oh, Greg Jacob? Yeah, that, that's the guy. That guy. The request came before the Attorney General, Merrick Garland, Ty's boyfriend, appointed <laughs> before Look, attorney he's General. also my boo like i ain't gonna lie before I said Mary I just... garland appointed my side dude oh my <laughs> okay man you got too many relationships going on in the department of justice <laughs> like this could this could quickly spiral out of control 
It's gonna um, get weird. It's gonna get weird. It's gonna get weird. Oh, and the I'm the fourth wheel because Mary before... Garland's my guy too. All right, sorry. Okay, sorry. I want. I, it's third wheel because I don't need to be there. You forgot, Jack. Um, <laughs> the request came before the Attorney General Merrick Garbu appointed a special counsel last week to oversee inquiries examining Trump, which are focused on two areas: potential mishandling of national security documents and the January sixth Capitol attack. We love you, Merrick Garbu. Pence is considering testifying because unlike the congressional investigation, which he has planned, panned, not planned, (laughs) which he has. Yeah, he planned the other thing. He, He planned the attack, not the investigation, which he has panned. The New York Times earlier reported the department wants him to appear before a federal grand jury and could compel his cooperation with a subpoena. Mm. Flawless. Yes. I Um, love how the Department of Justice is looking at the January 6th committee like my subpoena is bigger than yours. (laughs) I'm sure they work nicely together. They're like turning over all the documents. Two subpoenas are better than one. True. Sure, like, look does. at all these document tabs. This is so well organized. Subpoenas so <laughs> <laughs> are better than one. All right, Carol. Continue. <laughs> Even if Pence is willing to testify, however, the matter could be further complicated should Trump attempt to block Pence's testimony by asserting executive privilege, potentially prompting months of legal wrangling over what Pence is allowed to divulge. I don't think Trump will actually do that because he's been rather hesitant to claim executive privilege in the past what he generally does is he tells that person to say that he claimed executive privilege even when he hasn't and he refuses to do so but trump trump tried to play that with um greg jacob in pence's former chief of staff mark short and then he lost yeah so january well he wants someone else to incur the legal fees yeah Mm. (laughs) it's not gonna be rona rona Anyway, executive executive privilege, I mean, there's a couple holes in in trying to assert that anyway. And one of those is just the fact, hey, look, this is a fucking criminal investigation. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. All right, continue. Yeah, but potentially prompting months of legal, like, hopefully it wouldn't, because as of now, at least we have competent, diligent uh, employees at the helm of the Justice Department, and they're not going to, you know, they'll file some petty appeals or like privilege requests and they'll just they'll just deal with it right away you'll get a you'll get a result like christmas day they'll be like no here's your response (laughs) we're not delaying this any longer have you seen jack smith's face he ain't fucking around he ain't got time for this bullshit my god jack smith oh Oh, jesus christ is he jewish too (laughs) he's so delicious all right, we went from we went from I'm sorry. I'm moist. Okay. We went from two girl, one guy threesomes to two DOJ, one podcast host threesomes. Uh fun times. Uh Ty, I guess you could record that for us at least if you're gonna leave us out. Yeah, well, well can we so interview sad. them when you're done or before? That'd be the best part. Please, like when do you're done, you they'll do. be relaxed. To get the exclusive interview with Jack Smith and Mary Garland on Mary Garland on the record, he's so sexy. There's a something, uh, yeah. At the same time, yeah. Like one would have to be my side dude because you know I'm not a faithful person. 
I mean, no, competent, no, like, powerful Why can't men. they both be your main dude and you just be in exactly. the middle? Well, Remember, two subpoenas are better than one. <laughs> All right, Carol, go. After <laughs> you. We're going to get canceled. I, this is just I'd off go the rails. Pu- I'd go in public with Garland. And um, and you sneak around with Jack Smith. Would be my, he'd be my at-home bay. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Okay. So yeah. uh, the kind of moments that federal prosecutors would likely... <laughs> Um, be likely to ask about Pence include a phone call between Trump and Pence at 11.20 a.m. Eastern time on the morning of the Capitol attack when Trump attempted to bully Pence into commandeering and delaying the ceremonial certification of Biden's election win in Congress. Is is this the time where uh, Trump called him a bitch? Is is that this? Oh this yeah, remember right? He was like, "Don't be a pussy" or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, don't be a fucking pussy. That's what it was. I think I mean, yeah, I, that probably was. Well, first of all, you can't even accuse Mike Pence of being a pussy because he doesn't. He's never seen one of those and doesn't even know what you'd be referring to. He doesn't know what a pussy is like or, or what it feels <laughs> like or what it looks like. He's yeah, mother won't allow him <laughs> not only to be near a pussy, but she also would find it offensive if he was one. Sorry, continue. Sorry, got off track there. My apologies. What? Didn't he? I'm sorry, but didn't he also tweet like, Mike Pence is a friend of mine, but lately he's not been a very good friend. And if he's not careful, I'm not going to be his friend anymore. Yeah, that was some weird shit, too. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Trump's words and the gist of. I'm going to be your friend. Trump's words and the gist of the call were revealed when Oval Office aides described it to the House January 6th Select Committee. What Pence said in response remains unclear. After the call, Pence went to the Capitol and said in a statement distributed through his office that he could not carry out Trump's wishes. He proceeded to certify Biden's win as Trump supporters and far-right extremist groups such as the Proud Boys stormed the Capitol. And we all know it was his uh, phone call with Dan Quayle. I mean, I I want to know, yeah. Well, I want to know what Pence said in response to Trump calling him a fucking pussy. Like, I want like give me those details. That's I yeah, know it's, right. No, it's not important no, to the investigation. I just want to know what he said. Like, was he like, God damn it, you wrote him such a fucking pussy, or was he like, takes one How dare one, you, sir? Yeah, probably. I would have told him, "So's your neck." So, Yes, his neck does look like a vaginal or. Like I don't. Sort. I don't think that Pence has the balls to clap back. Probably mother, not. he probably mother, said something like, "That's most unbecoming." Or like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. But if I was on you, I'd unbecoming too. You're you're right. Like he didn't have the balls to stand up to Trump after Trump tried to have him killed. So he definitely didn't do it then. You're you're absolutely yeah. correct, yeah. Carol. Anyway, the but former vice president could also shed light on Trump's intent and overt participation in the effort to overturn the 2020 election results, as well as whether Trump was warned those efforts were illegal, which would be critical for prosecutors as they weigh whether to issue charges. So, I mean, at least based on what we saw in those hearings, he knew um, his lawyers were consistently telling him, and there's all sorts of documentary evidence, like their email trail continuously advising him and didn't they show texts and emails showing that they were like yeah he knows (laughs) like i told him but he wants me to yeah 
Yes. And, you know, not to mention the fact that they had like the whole other separate plot about the fake electors. And, you know, was that Ron Johnson's guy was trying to like hand deliver them to Pence on the floor at the. Yeah. good, Yeah. He's well aware. Um, yeah. And anyway, that issue is this concept of willful blindness and whether Trump continued to pursue strategies that he was warned could violate the law. Okay, I I put that in the notes, but like it's not willful willful blindness. This is like an active conspiracy. Like these motherfuckers plotted this shit out. Like I mean, yeah, willful blindness could be a factor as far as the violence is concerned. Maybe you know, maybe Pence could shed some light on whether Trump knew there was was would be violence or not. Obviously, I don't think there's anything exculpatory Pence could offer. But but yeah, like the, the. the plot is too well developed and Pence knows too much. And this idea that Pence is just a fucking witness and not a co-conspirator, co-conspirator, I think is rather ridiculous. Like the dude was doing his very best to figure out like, Hey Trump, I'll try and figure out every way I can possibly help you. Yeah, I just need, I just need somebody to give me the go ahead. And everyone he called was like, bitch, no, no, <laughs> exactly. And that's my, and that's my point too. Like people are like, Oh, Pence said, and I'm like, he waited. He fucking actually like made some calls trying to find a way he called dan quail he's like danny you're the last guy i got you're gonna tell me this is okay right (laughs) bitch we canceled dan quail 15 years ago when you're calling dan quail for advice that tells you everything you need to know and when dan quail is like nigga this is crazy like you fucked up (laughs) you've you've gone horribly awry in your decision making process dan quail was like girl bye yeah this is insane. I don't know what the Department of Justice is waiting on. Like, stop, stop jerking off this this shit. Like, put the subpoena out there, slap him in the face with it, make him come testify. And if he asserts his Fifth Amendment right, all right, great. Then you know he's a target. There you go. That's the solution. <laughs> all right. In in other in in other news, Biden's cars explode. He was either driving Teslas or someone was trying to take him out. Um okay this shit is fucking wild and why this is the literally our pod is this the first time that i've heard anything about this well i'll get i'll get into the details for you several vehicles rented by president biden's secret service team suddenly burst into flames in an Nantucket airport parking lot early monday less than 24 hours after they were returned the suvs rented from hertz hurts y'all fucking up get it together like y'all ain't gonna be a sponsor out here trying to kill my homie like this uh hurts carried the president and his family during their Thanksgiving vacations to the Massachusetts Island. No injuries were reported, though the car sustained significant damage from the blaze just feet away from the airport jet fuel tanks video shows. That's a, that could have been a fucking horrific disaster. Uh, the vehicles impacted include a Chevy Suburban, a Ford Explorer, an Infiniti QX80, a Jeep Gladiator, and a Ford Expedition, the last of which was currently under a battery recall and had not yet been serviced according to the Nantucket Current. I guess that's their local news. Yeah. Um, at, at a, uh, the current reported that at approximately 5:22 a.m., airport shift staff observed an active fire in the rental car overflow area through the airport's closed circuit television system. The airport said in a statement, adding that uh, there is no longer an active fire at this time. The airport is open and aeronautical operations are not affected. The cause of the fire is currently under investigation, but one of the vehicles, the Ford. You know what? I think I put that in there already. Ignore that. All right. So I saw the picture of the fucking cars. I've never seen any fucking cars explode like that other than in either in movies or Teslas. Or Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) Okay. Or video games. 
It was some video games, physics level explosions of these fucking cars. Now I know, like I'm being tongue in cheek. I'm uh, fairly certain no one is out here trying to blow up the president of the United States. What? Uh, ironically, uh, I think a lot of people are. I mean, ironically, yeah, I as think- the GOP is about to take control of the House of Representatives and they're about to have like a, uh, the Speaker of the House will become the third in line of the presidency. So you can't imagine any scenario or, or circumstances where like someone would try and take out Biden at this point in time. Like that'd just be a huge coincidence. Like, see, you were being facetious. oh, it's just a coinky dink. Facetious. <laughs> it's just yeah. a coinky dink. He was being facetious. But, okay, so were the vehicles that Biden was in, like, if they were the only ones, that's definitely sus. Like, the DOJ should be all over that. Now, what we're assuming is it's the one vehicle that caught fire and exploded and the fire spread to the other vehicles. I'm, I'm guessing when they returned them, they all parked them in the same place. You know, when you, you show up in a caravan of, of rental cars and you all park them at the same place at the same time. And then like just the one fire. But yeah, it's just, it's oddly suspicious. Oddly suspect. Yeah. Maybe they yeah. all drove in the wrong way over the spikes. Uh, and you're gonna say hey you're just being conspiratorial you're like one of those it sounds like it was to me my first was like why are they reporting the headline this way when it sounds like an assassination attempt yeah no exactly (laughs) carol that's exactly my that that was exactly my first thought like it was such a weird phrasing like cars having been previously rented to biden were exploded well, the real strange, <laughs> the strangest part of it is like no national media is covering it at all. So we're like, yes, and I'm actually like right now high. I'm talking to you guys and I'm like, I'm going to drop this and and put it in the, uh, you know, pitch it because I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I comb news every day. Like I get up before I take the kids to school and I'm saying because, you know, I'm here on um couple hours behind so news that happens that you know on the east coast it's already going you know what i mean right and i have seen nothing about this not even a mild headline like you were saying carol like you know kind of poo-pooing like oh vehicle uh that was transporting president biden after it was dropped off blew up like, you know, but it's like, this is huge. I mean, it should be. I mean, and you could say, you could say, hey, you guys are the audience listening. You'd be like, oh, listen to these motherfuckers. Y'all are being ridiculous. Hey, man, people just got convicted of a secret plot to try and overthrow the government literally today. <laughs> yeah. so, so anything's possible. Let's not just write it off. It's yeah. like, oh, just, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. People on trial for, you know, trying to kill the vice president and overthrow the government. And then the president's car blows up. Well, All right. In Pence's case, he kind of deserves it. But but Biden's a good guy. <laughs> and that, you know what also got, like, no coverage was no. when um, Madam Harris was... Involved in, in that car accident, in that tunnel, like, you know, uh, fucking Princess Diana style. 
and it was covered nowhere. Like it was, well, she was in the fucking car that got yeah. into that accident. Maybe Hunter's laptop did it. <laughs> I don't think Hunter's <laughs> laptop can. I, I don't know if you've heard, but that laptop apparently is, it, it does some shit. I so. mean, I just want to assume that there's no scenario like a car bomb underneath the carriage of the vehicle or something. Like, I, I'm assuming the Secret Service does these kind of sweeps. It's just, I, I don't have any answers for you. It's some really weird, strange shit. We'll probably not get any, get any answers about this anytime soon or ever. Just given the nature of, you know, how often the Secret Service keeps fucking up and then just covering shit up. We'll never know. Uh, I, I, I don't go forget. Service anymore. Like, I used to have a lot of respect for the Secret Service. And, you know, oh, man, was, they've been fucking up so bad. <laughs> yeah, like, I always felt like, you know, Secret Service, they were the gold standard and nonpartisan. They're there, their job or whatever. But during the January 6th hearings and seeing like that, they knew of a credible threat to Speaker Pelosi. Yep, and they was going to let her catch a bullet. Yeah, and said nothing. And then on the day of the attack that, you know, they... The communications that were had between them and, you know, the deleting of the text and all. And all like, right, fuck it. I'm going to buy Carol Lennox's book, Zero Fail, The Rise and Fall of the Secret Service. <laughs> I, I'm just going to go ahead and check that out. I'll, I'll give you the review in a couple of weeks and let you know if, if it's worth it. Because, yeah, the Secret Service has been fucking up. I'm sleepy. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll wrap this up shortly. One one more headline to go, and and we'll get you get you to bed, Carol. Um, so you want bl- to talk about the black Nazi? I was heading right there. So a black Nazi, a white supremacist, and a pedophile walk into a former president's bar. <laughs> no, that's not a joke. That happened in in real life. <laughs> that's some real shit. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even know they made black Nazis. Like, it seems kind of antithetical to how the whole Nazi thing works, where, like, the blue-eyed, blonde-haired, superior race ideology thing seems to just inherently uh, disinclude. I don't even know if that's, that's a word. That wild. Did All you right. guys the tweet where, like, Nick Fuentes supposedly, like, took it with tweeting from Ye's account. Okay, let's, let's let's just start from the beginning here. Trump has okay. faced swift backlash from members of his own party after hosting Nick Fuentes. I, I want to say like Fuentes, like, you know, Hispanic, but he's, I think he's just Nick Fuentes. Anyway, avowed white supremacist, Kanye West, newly minted anti-Semite, and Milo Yiannopoulos, who resigned from Breitbart for being pro-pedophile. <laughs> And it, yeah, you when you lose your job at Breitbart, you you really fucked up in life. Things have gone horribly wrong. Um, at his Mar-a-Lago estate last Tuesday, the man that's incredible. It, anyway, the, the meeting came. Hey, look, Trump should have known Milo Yiannopoulos was all bad after George Papadopoulos. Like, if you got a name that's remotely close to that, it's bad news. Anyway, the meeting came a week after the former president. Announced it, <laughs> Trump. Fucking, how did we ever end up with him as president? The meeting came after a week 
That came a week after the former president announced he would seek the Republican presidential nomination in 2024. This motherfucker couldn't wait. He announced he was running for president and immediately brought the Nazis in. Someone in or some in Trump's orbit had cautioned him not to have dinner with Ye under fire for anti-Semitism in the work in the first place. According to two sources who had been briefed on an internal damage assessment, the campaign performed after the controversy erupted. But Trump is known for refusing to heed cautious counsel, guardrails, and gatekeepers. And and I say that, but like, actually, uh, the last couple of months or so, Trump has actually been fairly fucking reserved. Like the whole, he's he's reading from a teleprompter. And he's not tweeting on Twitter, even though Musk let him back on. And he's like, <laughs> you know, I just out here not he he didn't go to campaign in Georgia because he he knows like uh it would definitely Yeah, it would definitely cause Herschel Walker to lose if he did. Like Trump has somehow managed to set his ego aside and put himself in check and not go out here and do this wild crazy shit. So that sounds crazy. Do you think if it sounds too good to be true, do you think it might be? Um, <laughs> do you think maybe they just don't let him out? Uh, well, I th- <laughs> <laughs> oh, kind you think, of serious. You think Trump's serious, uh, some like secretly on house arrest? No, because he's got in the campaign. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant. I meant oh. like people in his inner circle who are like his entourage they finally no from, see from I, from ruining from like completely ruining his illusion i think what has happened here is is the only thing these people fucking care about is is losing it's the only thing that actually affects them and when they keep losing over and over they actually start to reevaluate their lives and and, and not necessarily to you know become better people or change but just to they how to be yeah. better at being worse people. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. You know, no, that, that's spot on, Carol. Right. They're like, we need to be better at being the worst. Like that's their <laughs> like that's their their thing. They're just trying to figure out how they can be better at being fucking awful. And that said, Trump went ahead with the dinner alone, telling confidants that he thought Ye needed his counsel. One confidant told NBC that Trump acknowledged that he wanted the rapper to be seen because it would be fun for the members of Mar-a-Lago. Uh, party time down there. <laughs> Woo. He's like, uh, like a monkey. Yeah. So is Kanye going to be Kanye's music going to become like a symbol for Nazism? You mean like the YMCA song? Gonna, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I was easy. at the. Maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm just paranoid, but I was at the Union Square Christmas market today in New York. And this old white dude was just standing there blasting Kanye and oh. like bouncing and just looked like, what, who's raising their hand? What's going on? Anyway. It wasn't me. Um, I know you I was, caught me on the camera. Like, this guy- it wasn't me. I know you saw it in the emails. It wasn't me. I tried to kill Mike Pitts. It was. Yeah, I sorry. even bought my own news. That's not Kanye. Uh, she, Kanye is more like, well, you know, Trump's daughter got married here recently, so I'm assuming Gold Digger would be more up there, Allie. She take my money. <laughs> oh my god, I'm that would have been so funny if they blasted Gold Digger during the fucking wedding, <laughs> like she, the reception. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I say she a Gold Digger. My friend Lizette is so funny. She calls she calls them 
fortune seekers. Put <laughs> <laughs> to put a positive spin on it. Uh, Trump issued three successive statements in as many days on his true social media platform, admitting Fuentes was there while disavowing knowledge of his identity prior to and during the dinner. I'm not actually going to read what he said because just... Uh, anyway, but none of his statements disavowed the hate speech associated with Fuentes, prompting more criticism that the former president is reluctant to distance himself too much from the races because they're part of his political base of support. Of course, can't piss off the fucking people that'll vote for you, no matter how terrible they are. Amid the backlash, however, the campaign began reviewing internal procedures to ensure someone like Fuentes never winds up with Trump again, according to two sources familiar with the discussions. U.S. Secret Service distanced itself from the incident and said, of course, the U.S. fucking Secret Service did. They distanced themselves from every fucking disaster they create. Um, they distanced themselves from the incident and said in a statement Monday that as a private club, Mar-a-Lago Security is in charge of who may have been allowed to access their facilities. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, bullshit. Yeah, Unless the Secret the Service said we're doing, we are monitoring this. But, like, that's yeah. bullshit. Like, yeah, like, that's the bullshit. Like, yeah, we're the Secret Service, like the most top-notch. We defend presidents, but we know what was going on. That was up to local security. What the fuck kind of shit is that? Well, like, maybe they subtext is like Trump. Whatever Trump says goes, man. We don't want to fight with him. He's mean and stupid. Hey, remember that time? Uh, you know, in Mar-a-Lago, the FBI executed a search warrant and found a whole bunch of classified documents there. It seems like the Secret Service would might actually. Yeah decide hey maybe this would be a good time to check the identities of the people allowed in. of checking the identity of people coming into like if you need secret service then that signals that you know anybody can't just come in i mean these so, dudes are the this- pink panthers of security it's fucking <laughs> insane <laughs> but that shit's crazy and they're just like uh, well, we have nothing to do with that. Then why the fuck are you here? Every like, time we are, look up, they fucking up. They are the... I don't know what the fuck is going on with this Secret Service. Like, seriously, I think it's like, I don't know, Kyle Rittenhouse Service. Like, it's just fucking the quality that they seem to have these days. And, you know, the more that I... That's revealed about their fuckery... Biden was spot on when he got rid of, when he fired everybody, you know, when he got rid of the team and got a new one, you know, after he was, you know, inaugurated. The Secret Service has more red flags than all of my past relationships combined. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is some shit. And just like reading their internal, like, messages and communications, I'm like, it's really like, they need to change their name to the Secret Disservice. Yeah. Because uh, they keep oh, fucking up. That's totally a title. I got to find an article to write around that. Secret Disservice. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I love it. No, just, just credit me with, with the. That's, that's, no, that's, that's spot on. But it's so, like, it's disheartening because these are the people that are responsible for, you know, taking care of our commander-in-chief. and These are the people responsible for checking the president's cars to make sure they don't explode 24 hours. There's not a fucking later. bomb underneath. Yeah, or very, very responsible whatever. individuals. Or not leave a bunch of, you know, fireworks and booze in there. 
with their awesome. bag of their the bag of rocks they bought. <laughs> and then a number of prominent Republicans have come out to denounce the dinner directly or anti-Semitism in general, including Mitch McConnell, Mike Pence, Mitt Romney, and others. Oh, I miss him. He was my bae for a while. Who that? Romney? Yeah. I mean, well, now I'm really starting to question your taste that. in men. <laughs> like, Merrick Garland, I got Jack Smith. He's got, like, the rugged, <laughs> handsome thing. Mitt well, Romney? You know Mitt Romney was a is an abhorrent person. Um, you, I mean, you, he's not as... He's slightly less... He's less gruff. But he, but he has a, ones, but, but he has a giant penis, and that, that's all that matters to Ty. I didn't I say I don't know about that, but he's he's a handsome man. Is he? He okay. is a good looking man. Well, I'm kind oh of jealous. He yeah. is so good looking. And I mean, you guys now I gotta know Google I Mitt Romney and just like I, I, I know what he looks like. I can't believe I have to Google this to make sure he's <laughs> well, handsome. You know, I, I was a Republican. Okay, bitch, he we striking like, that from the podcast. No one can ever know. <laughs> or look like, at his five never, hot sons. He's, oh my God, that man, oof. I mean, Paul Ryan used to be my fucking screensaver. I'm sorry. This is very weird. This is very odd confessions. Yeah, (laughs) editing editing all of that out. Totally. Uh, Hey, you know. Well, he's Catholic. I'm Catholic and those baby blues and he's got a lot of kids, which means he likes to have a lot of sex. So I mean, yeah. Ronna McDaniel's also handsome, like Mitt Romney. So shoot that bitch. That bitch looks like when you're five. All right, old, let's not get into your... women's looks on the podcast. No, I'm saying definitely she looks like territory. her makeup. It reminds me of like when a five year old gets into her mommy's makeup and puts the red lipstick, and it's like all over the face. And the makeup, like, hey, mommy, you're pretty. I mean that. Yeah, she does kind of rosy up her cheeks a little too much with the blush. And Except the the, ru- the rouge. I don't. I don't like it. And she looks like she's always sweating. All right. Well, just editing all of this part out. We just can't be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, Ronald McDaniel looks hot. You mean, oh, she's sexy? No, she just all- looks like she's always sweating. All right. <laughs> She dropped my baby's name, so fuck her. That she does. Car- Carol, do you have any closing thoughts this evening? Um, runoffs, Georgia. Um, vote by December sixth. Do it. Do the voting. Um, there, I've seen organizations on Twitter for ride sharing. Not organization, you know, organizations with Twitter presences for ride sharing. If Twitter still exists by then, um, well, it's still there now. So go. <laughs> Make sure you have a ride and go fucking vote. Give someone else a ride. Vampires, werewolves, together for Warnock. Ty, do you have any Vampires for Warnock. Werewolves for Warnock. (laughs) I don't know. That sounded good. All right, Ty. Your your closing thoughts (laughs) after you. I will say the fuckery is not over so we need to stay diligent and i don't know what's going to happen with the fucking dead bluebird so reach out follow the other platforms mastodon post posts kind of hard right now because their wait list is kind of long but mastodon is i actually like it um i'm gonna wait for blowhole that what we're gonna wait for blowhole <laughs> Blow- sorry spoutle spoutable it sounds like we're like hunting Pokemon and we just got to catch yeah. them all. 
No, I'm whole, I'm saving myself for Chris. But we need not to really stay diligent. on all the sites. But we need to stay diligent. Don't I'll let him know that you're. But I don't love them. I'm on the I'm on those sites, but it's not serious. I I really just having flings with with various social media apps. Well, Post doesn't even have an app, so yeah, it's a um, just a link to this. They're like, oh, download the, but it's not like an actual. <laughs> but I do like I like Mastodon um, more than I thought that I would. Um, it because they don't have the character limit. So on Twitter, you make a post, you have to make it count because you only have so much space to get your point across. Yeah. So it forces general, you to be efficient. Yeah, exactly. But Mastodon, it, it allows you to be more thoughtful, have context, and kind of delve a little deeper into what you're talking about. And that I like. So I, I like that as the person who is least likely to shut the fuck up on this podcast. I will admit you that you like words. <laughs> yes, I like words. <laughs> you're like, yay, room for more words. And no, but like you, yeah, you're a very talented writer, so I can understand your <laughs> yes, your desire for as many characters as possible to get your thoughts out there. Yes, I I like yeah, but I I do I'm. I think I kind of feel like, you know, Twitter burning down, whatever the fuck is going on. But, you know, I've like made my peace with it. And, you know, you've got to evolve and all good things come to an end. So that's kind of how I feel about um, about that. Do we have a shithole of the week award? Because mine is eat one. I can't even talk. I'm I'm done with him. I can't talk about him anymore today. This week, I just will save that for next week. Um, yeah, the shitholes of the week. Spit them out, Nick Fuentes. Oh, Fuentes. Man. He's Hispanic, even if you pronounce his name Fuentes. He's not. <laughs> anyway, uh, sorry. I just you know. Cut against him being enough. Anyway, spin him out. That, that was fucking- a good one. I wish it I had had a shithole of the week award prepared. Uh I'm gonna give it to Yanopolis or whatever the fuck his name is for getting fired from Breitbart. That was pretty fucking incredible. I know that was like six years ago, but still, like you know how fucking how much of a fucking disaster you had to be to get fired from Breitbart? All right, so we'll run through them. Yanopolis, shithole, Musk, shithole, yay, shithole. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, he's Chris, all right. I mean, Chris, just made this weird face throw. I mean, like, Kanye has got to be up there. Like- <laughs> Kanye is when in so much trouble that he's getting everybody in trouble. It's it's incredible. Like I've never well, seen you know a my, like this. My issue, like for me, like I'm so angry because he was a catalyst for so much anti-semitic behavior that kanye was right they were giving that honor quote-unquote to him and the jewish cemetery being defaced and someone writing on the headstones of fucking holocaust survivors that jay was right i hate it when it's the black dude on so many levels and that when he tweeted like his first tweet in a while was shalom with a smiley face and Eli retweeted it it makes me sick to my fucking 
comic. Like, Carol, I on behalf of the black community, we apologize for Ye's behavior, even though we don't claim him no more. Oh, oh, thank you. I apologize for the white people who suck. I'm glad we. <laughs> well, can't you just be like, up. I'm Jewish? They, I, I, I ain't one of them. Can you just disown your white heritage and your background? Is that possible? Can you just give that up? Hey, and my grandma's Jewish, so. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, this this makes more sense. I now. mean, I don't consider my heritage as white. <laughs> so it's it's like oh, this is a this is we're getting into a different area for uh, closing thoughts. But. All right, as for my closing thoughts, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not white, but my heritage is not that. It's it's like various European and and you know Eastern European Slavic stuff. Interesting. We'll have to save that for the next podcast. Uh, write that down. Take some oh, notes. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. As for my closing thoughts, it's fuck around and find out time. And that concludes <laughs> this episode of Pardon the Insurrection. <laughs>